We're thankful today to be joined in the studio by Dan Bost. Dan is the owner-operator of Bost Truck Service. He's also a member of the Jackson County Board, I believe, representing District 2. That's correct. And uh, you've been serving on the Jackson County Board for 10 years, 12 years? No longer, since 2006. Since 2006. Of course, the Bost name is well-known in the area. Of course, you and I have known each other quite a while. You're born and raised in Murfreesboro. Yes, and have worked at the truck service how long? I started back there in 92. I After going to John A. and then University of Illinois uh, College of Agriculture, I moved out to the Southwest and worked for several companies out there. And then I worked in Chicago for a short time in the futures industry. And then I moved back uh, knowing that uh, my brother was going to be moving from a boss truck service and, and came back to the company and has been, been at the family business ever since 1992. We're going to talk about the Jackson County Board campaign in this interview, but I do want to talk a minute about boss truck service. That company has been operating in Murfreesboro for 80 years? Since 1935. Uh-huh. And you service all over the Midwest. We do. We're not. We're not a, a real large company. We're diversified. We've we've always been diversified. Starting out uh, hauling uh, coal, livestock, lime, uh, agricultural products, and then freight and uh, dump materials. And then we've changed as the markets change. We've always been diversified. Currently. Uh, 92% of our business is freight, and the rest is uh, material handling, rock, and, and uh, we sell out of our yard materials such as uh, uh, sand, rock, mulch, compost, etc. And uh, but we we uh, we do a lot with a with a very small uh, group of people and equipment, but we do cover quite a, a wide area. If if there's something that needs to be hauled, and we can work together with the customer on the price, that's what we do. How is the marketplace working right now for trucking under these high diesel prices? Is freight still moving? Oh, it's 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 horrendous. I mean, we're we're buying anywhere from fifteen hundred or more gallons a week, uh, times five dollars and fifty cents a gallon. Uh, it's double uh, what it was just a couple years back, and uh, you know we're we're trying to uh, pass that on as we can with customers and still keep those relationships open. Uh, it's that way across the whole nation right now. It's uh, it's put, putting a damper on things, and uh, but we're still here and we're still hauling freight. We're we're busy today, but we're just not we're not operating at the same margins. If we can get through this and, and break even, that would be that would be a good thing. What about employees? Are you having the same we, issues everybody else is? Well, we 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 have been, but uh, just in the last month or so, we we've we've hired a couple more people, and we we had a a good crew that that has existed. We've always got good personnel, good people, and so. Uh, uh, we're okay in that right now. That is a problem, but we we're we're sh- we are good right now with our driver person and and regular personnel. So, in your particular district of uh, the county board, uh, I know that there's been some remapping, much like at the state level, at the county level. But uh, where do you, does District Two cover? Well, currently, it's the west side of Murfreesboro, uh, so far out, and then it then it changes to one that used to be all two out there all the way to the mississippi river and it used to wrap down uh, south of, into mccanda and all the way to the other side the southeast side of jackson county so all that uh all the southwest side and then on up to campbell hill uh they did some 
crazy drawing of the maps, uh, which I'll talk about in a little bit, uh, with one stretching uh, down uh, in that area now, and and uh, then they move three and 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 some other things with four and five and seven and uh, six, but. Uh, that's where I'm at now. It's still very rural and, and, and west of Murfreesboro, south of Murfreesboro. And so each county board district is represented by two county board members. There are seven districts, so a total of 14 board members. Uh, who is your counterpart in District 2? My counterpart in District 2 is uh, my the person who serves with me is Andrew Erbis, Republican Andrew Erbis okay. on District 2. And so when people go to the polls on November the 8th, they're going to be able to select two out of four candidates? That's correct. That's correct. If we have two Democrats uh, running against us, and uh, uh, Andrew Erbis or the Republican candidates on District 2 at, at the polls. So in your uh, perspective, what are the major issues facing the county board and i guess i could lead with one that has been talked considerably about recently is the consideration of the jackson county building some new buildings for administration perhaps judges etc yeah um currently there is talk about building a new administrative building and there are numbers flying around you know in the millions and uh i i am not in support of that i think unless you can get grant money uh they talk about grant money but i don't know where it's going to come from uh i'm more in support of leasing a building uh, such as what the post office does and other uh, government offices lease the building and leave it on the tax rolls i just think uh when you do that you're talking about millions of dollars and then they they do like they did in the last expansion of some buildings they do a backdoor uh bond which is a tax on your property taxes you're going to pay for it well taxes property taxes are high enough in jackson county we don't knew that need to do that we need to leave uh property on our tax rolls and uh and find a building uh, that's suited and and lease it you're much better off you cap your cost and a controllable cost and it keeps it on the tax rolls and you talk about property taxes and that's been a persistent issue uh, before the county board for a long time and one of the things that we talk about jackson county you got siu the shawnee national forest many sih buildings are not taxed and so we have broad swaths of jackson county that uh, pay no property taxes Uh, from your view uh, what is the situation with property taxes in jackson county you know jackson county on your tax bill the jackson county government both inside departments and outside those associated with the courthouse and then your outside departments uh, ambulance and uh, uh, road and bridge it used to be the nursing home and such health department that's your outside departments inside departments they equate to about 14 to 17 percent of your tax bill the rest about 67 percent is school district but then the rest of your government uh, city of murfreesboro as such and and uh, 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 township governments are uh, take the balance I th- the, the biggest thing with property tax is local governments need to, uh, you know, we know that expenses go over time, but they need to control their spending in a way that, that their levy, their levy does not exceed the amount of economic growth in, in, in the county. Uh, we have to have a balanced approach uh, if, 
if we had tremendous amount of growth in the county, uh, more people moving here and more more growth here, both in, in ho- household and and business, uh, those levies uh, that are uh, put on that tax base uh, could be could be lower if we have that growth. We're not we're not seeing that growth. We're actually seeing people leave the county. So it's important uh, that these local governments, Jackson County government, recognize that they are connected to the local economic situation and it is imperative they that they act accordingly and respect that relationship or we will continue to see tax-based destruction and individuals and business leave the county dan bost is with me today he is a member of the jackson county board running for re-election in district two in the upcoming november the 8th election of course voting has been ongoing for some time with various uh, mail-in and early voting options um the county has been run by the democratic party for a long time yes in terms of the majority of the of the county board are democrats what is the partisan makeup of the board right now currently we have uh there are five republicans to nine democrats uh and it's been that way for a while one time when i got on there was only like one republican on there maybe two you were on there whenever I was there, and we started bringing it back. I just yes. think good government is balanced government. We have spoken out against things. Uh, you know, I don't know who said it, but uh, power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. That is the case. I mean, I, I you know, with any party, if they if they get control of everything, they could do whatever they want. That's what we've seen here, and they also control all the offices. So it's just a big. Uh, it's just a big association that is all concerned about themselves they can say that oh we're for this and we're for that but in reality the way they've spent money and the way they've gave raises uh both to administrative and personnel they're not thinking about those crises that can take place uh and and then you're like oh my gosh what what are we going to do well you should have been doing it, you know, four or five years ago, and we'd have better control of these costs, and then we could have the growth and the base to support these things that we that we do want government to do. For instance, this is a few years back. We had a uh, – this was actually before I got on – back on in 2006. The, the Democrat-controlled board, they wanted to, to do a $700,000 uh, household hazardous waste facility. Well, that was over the top. They were going to hire three uh, government workers and and do that. Well, it wouldn't have been seven hundred thousand. It probably been more like two and a half million. You know how it is whenever you do uh, when you build something with the government, it always costs more. And uh, we had the, the 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 people of Jackson County spoke up, said, "Please stop! Don't do that." They were going to use it out of a fund that is used for uh, uh, to minimize illegal dumping in uh, Jackson County. And uh, they were going to use that and promote household hazardous waste. Well, we're not St. Louis. This is Jackson County. And they stopped it. Well, a few years later down the road, uh, they had to use that fund. And, uh, and it was economic situations that took place like they always do. We had a downturn in the economy. It was terrible. And we had to use that fund in order to run just regular operations. And if that building had been built, we wouldn't have had that money to operate on. Now, that money has been put back or partially put back, and that's happened a couple times. So what you decisions you make now with regards to policy, spending money, and what you do are going to come home 
uh, and to roost in, uh, th- you know, three or four years down when you have a crisis. And it's very important to hold the line uh, with these budgets uh, every year, every year. Dan Bost is with us. Another thing that's been discussed over the last few years, and I don't know what the recent discussions may have been, they may have died down some, is in regard to countywide zoning. Uh, the idea of uh, putting some sort of uh, zoning out in the unincorporated areas of, of Jackson County. Is that still a discussion at all? It has not been. Uh, that came mostly from your uh, representatives of the Carbondale District. And, you know, Carbondale, I. I patronize Carbondale. I'm a member of the Carbondale Chamber of Commerce. I do business over there. Um, I'm a member of the Mervisville Chamber of Commerce uh, and, promote, and, and wish to promote always economic development for Jackson County. That was being pushed uh, from the Carbondale uh, districts. I, myself, and my constituents are not in support of countywide zoning. Uh, you know, if you want lots of zoning move to our friendly neighbors in carbondale if you want less zoning uh, move to murfreesboro if you want lesser zoning move into rural jackson county but that doesn't mean that jackson county rural residents are not accountable they have ordinances for uh septic systems anytime there's a land split that that is checked off it can't be done without you know hurting somebody's easement everything is checked over there anything that can be done with uh uh, what they want to do with regards to zoning can be done with ordinance with much less cost uh, administratively and so i think that's it's working fine and it should be left just the way it is uh, what's the situation administratively for the county now? I, I, who runs the county? Well, the county board uh, controls the purse. We have a county board administrator who runs the county board office, and that individual reports to uh, the board and the various committees uh, on, on, on what is needed with regards to insurance and, 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 and different costs and, and uh they that person actually is ever at a, is at every meeting or assistant of the administrators at that meeting so the bo- county board administrator is uh taking on a lot of responsibilities that the the numerous number of committees that existed did so it's they've cut it down to about four committees where it used to be about eight and is that administrative position fairly new creation about three or four years ago. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there was a county, uh, an accounting coordinator before that, and uh, uh, and now it's a it's a county board administrator. They have an assistant, and uh, that's the, that's the change, and 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 that coincided with the reduction in committee size and number of committees.